Welcome to another episode of the Daily Liturgy Podcast. This podcast is produced by Coram Deo Church in Omaha, Nebraska, for the benefit of Christians everywhere. If you like it, please share it with others. You can find credits and source information in the episode notes. As we begin today's meditation, let's quiet our hearts and minds before the Lord. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts, and see if there be any hurtful way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. A Prayer of Confession Holy Spirit of God, I confess today my neglect of you. I am not yielded to your influence as I ought to be. I walk in the flesh rather than in the Spirit, and as a result I bear the fruit of the flesh rather than the fruit of the Spirit. Gracious Holy Spirit, forgive my sin and overcome my weakness. Subdue my restless heart and overwhelm me with your presence that I might hear your voice clearly. Yield to your control eagerly, and bear your fruit consistently. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of the Lord from the Old Testament, Ecclesiastes 4. Again, I saw all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold the tears of the oppressed, and they had no one to comfort them. On the side of their oppressors there was power, and there was no one to comfort them. And I thought the dead, who were already dead, more fortunate than the living who are still alive. But better than both is he who has not yet been, and has not seen the evil deeds that are done under the sun. Then I saw that all toil and all skill in work come from a man's envy of his neighbor. This also is vanity and a striving after the wind. The fool folds his hands and eats his own flesh. Better is a handful of quietness than two hands full of toil and a striving after the wind. Again, I saw vanity under the sun. One person who has no other, either son or brother, yet there is no end to all his toil, and his eyes are never satisfied with riches, so that he never asks, For whom am I toiling and depriving myself of pleasure? This also is vanity and an unhappy business. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they might keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Better was a poor and wise youth than an old and foolish king who no longer knew how to take advice. For he went from prison to the throne, though in his own kingdom he had been born poor. I saw all the living who move about under the sun, along with that youth who was to stand in the king's place. There was no end of all the people, 
all of whom he led. Yet those who come later will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and a striving after the wind. And now we pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, amen. The Word of the Lord from the New Testament, Romans 4, verses 13 through 25. For the promise to Abraham and his offspring that he would be heir of the world did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null, and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, But where there is no law, there is no transgression. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations, in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead, and calls into existence the things that do not exist. In hope, he believed against hope, so that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words, it was counted to him, were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. A Prayer of Adoration Lord God, I adore you for your faithfulness to your promises. You give life to the dead and call into existence the things that do not exist. Thank you that you counted Abraham's faith as righteousness. And thank you that you count me righteous by faith as well. The Word of the Lord from Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, 
and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. O God, when it comes to understanding you, this psalm reminds me that the natural world is my first teacher. The sky above, the world around me, even my own backyard, reveals your beauty, goodness, and power. This psalm shows me that my next teacher is your law, which offers a blazing vision of your people living well in balanced, right relationship with you. It guides me, refines me, and calls me to wholeness. It reminds me that your wisdom aligns the distorted places in my soul and makes me truly human. I am not good at discerning my own errors, so I add my prayer to the psalmists. Keep me from presumptuous sins today. Watch over the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Make them acceptable in your sight. You see all and nothing in my life is hidden from you. So search out and refine every hidden part of me, that I may wholly please you in all I do. And now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and always until the day of Christ's return. We'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of the Daily Liturgy Podcast.